Hello and welcome to the debrief coming to you after the full-time whistle of Aberdeen 1, Kilmarnock nil on the 12th of September 2020. Now joining me as ever for this is uh, Martin Clunas. Now Martin, you, um, like me, actually independently came to the same conclusion about uh, today's uh, game. Obviously the opportunity was there for season ticket holders to apply to go along. But uh, why did uh, you decide that it wasn't for you? Um, I think a couple of reasons, Richard. Um, you know, there will be. You know, there's talk of having maybe 700 at Motherwell um, next week, and then there will be games where there will be larger crowds, and I think perhaps be more attractive games. Um, main reason really is that you know, I go to the I go to the games to kind of you know to uh, to obviously see the Johns enjoy the Dons enjoy myself. Um, I take my kid along, and then you know, ha- you know have a yacht, catch up with the lads in a few before I think that football and the, the way that it's been set up today I mean, you know, credit to the club you know, they've, they've, the test event appears to have gone on fairly well you know, I know somebody that was there and he said it was it was quite you know, it was enjoyable enough if not very weird um, it's just that I feel I felt that was sort of what I wanted to do I think that you know, 300 people inside a stadium that big would seem would be very strange um, that's not football for the kind of football experience that I want um, so I didn't even think it worth worth applying, um, but not, but like I say, potentially I will. Uh, but there are slightly more dare I say attractive games coming, uh, a little bit more crowds. Then uh, I'll perhaps I'll, I'll probably stick my name in. Right. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, certainly from my point of view, it's uh, there's always rules and regulations when you go to the football. Um, so you know we can't necessarily say that you normally have carte blanche to do whatever the hell you want. But it, it just seemed so restrictive and so alien everything that you were being asked to do uh, especially the no uh, standing up and shouting you know I can't last 20 minutes at a game without uh, without screaming obscenities so so being yeah. unable to do that would have been quite difficult at least at home it's wrong and it's alien but you can kind of convince yourself it's like an away game or an away European game or something that you wouldn't normally be at if you'd been there and it was so alien and so different to me that would have taken a huge part away from the experience but I know a lot of people were obviously very excited to be there uh, and thrilled to be, you know, in their eyes, getting back to the football. But I, I think this is just a hoop we have to jump through on the road to something back to normal. But that could be a long time away, which is a scary thought, really. But in terms of the game itself, um, but let's talk about the... I thought we started pretty brightly, Martin, and the main thing really was the goal. It's a very nice goal. Um, Scott Wright does well, finds a bit of space down the left after a good bit of work from Johnny Hayes and Matty Kennedy earlier in the move. Um, really difficult shot for Ross McCurry to control because it bounces just before it gets to him. Yeah, it did. Um, I just I just actually saw it again there. Um, just, it still, they just replayed it on the coverage. That was good. Um, yeah, um, it, was a, it was a really good goal. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Um, and he, he put it away really well. But that's what we, that's what we want to see. You know, we've, we've com- both complained about Aberdeen not getting the ball forward quickly enough you know, we've moaned about last season particularly it was awful just it seemed so slow and ponderous and this that is exactly what we want to see you know, getting the ball forward you know, Scott Wright getting down the wing good ball in and you, you're totally right to say, you know, it bounced that it was that strange bounce in front of McCrory and he put it away he put it away so well uh, but this was I thought that the, just the, the opening point in the first half um, I thought we were excellent as well. Just the speed we were moving about, um, the, the central midfield again was just so were so, so composed. Um, and just getting the, moving the ball around so quickly was pace, which is something we want to see. And with pace on the 
floor as well, which is, I think I've been quite well moaned about, particularly with someone like Taylor, where he's looking to play these high balls, and this is now, it's like, we're actually playing, you know, dare I say, proper football. Yeah, but I, I do think we look better on turnover ball. It's almost like a throwback in some ways to the first sort of Derek McInnes season, in which we were obviously a, a counter-attacking team. It's less a counter-attacking team, but today we certainly seemed, in the first half in particular, more likely to create something on turnover ball, winning at high, which is good. You want to press high, you want to win high. Still struggled, I thought, to really control the ball and create stuff when we had control of the ball, which we'd done a bit better job of at Easter Road. So overall, probably still not creating enough actual goal-scoring chances. Is that a fair comment? I, th- I think so. I mean, Rogers had a couple of Rogers made a couple of good saves. Um, obviously, there's the, the the chance in the second half for right for right, which was yeah, yeah, you probably absolutely. Should be putting oh, that totally. one away. You know, I think we, should, we probably could create a little bit more. But yeah, but the, the pressing is good. You want to see that getting up the pitch, getting people's faces. Um, I like the. Edges right and Watkins were all, you know, they were all coming deep as well. So that it wasn't necessarily Watkins was just playing up as, as an out and out striker. Um, I think I liked seeing those them dropping deep and coming into the midfield as well. And uh, McCrory getting forward as well. It was excellent to see. Uh, really, did. McCrory was again proving himself to be the complete midfielder. Uh, yeah, that we're all obviously going to completely fall in love with. Yeah, I, I, another really solid performance in the goal. Obviously, a lot of people will be speaking about him. Going back to the front three. Interchangeable front three, absolutely good pace, good. Uh, I, th- I thought there was some really good willingness from Scott Wright to work back. In particular, he popped up in his own box with a pretty important header at one point. The lack of a focal point as a striker, though, um, it, it shouldn't impact us that much. It, it just it, it seemed to today. I, I think so. Yeah, that's been we, we've been re- we've relied on for a lot of times we've relied on someone like Cosgrove to be that focal point or even no, even Curtis Main when he when he's played instead. And you know, we've relied on that kind of bigger guy who perhaps isn't as, as mobile as someone like Watkins Wright or Hedges is to be the focal point. So it's a fine balance. Um that's something that the manager's got a problem with where um, he's gonna to have to try and compensate where Grove comes back or when Main's fully fit. You know, does do one of the, do these guys come back in? Um, and you'll lose maybe a but I mean, it goes to show how little I know. I thought after an hour, we'd definitely see Curtis Main coming on pretty soon for for one of the front three. But it, it, he he chose not to do that. He chose to presumably thinking that Kelly would push forward a bit more and we'd be able to exploit them on the break. Which, to be fair, we do with that Scott Wright chance, and it, it's a ten out of ten chance, and he absolutely should be putting that away. Um, you know, again, he got involved today, though. The criticism about him in the past has been that he can drop out of games and not get involved. But the assist today, and obviously, the, as I spoke about getting back to his own box, it was good, it was better, it's the sort of thing that's going to keep him in the side. But yeah, it's an interesting thing for when, maybe not when Maynard or Edmondson are back fit, but definitely when Cosgrove is back fit, who of those front three drops out? Is it one of Wright and Hedges and Marley Watkins comes in and play behind because I think that probably would be his ideal position if we're keeping with this formation or do we go back to, to a different setup? Uh, lots of options, uh, a fair bit of interesting choice in the squad. Obviously we'll, we'll talk about some of the squad changes uh, that have happened over the past 10 days on the main show on Monday. Just finally on today, one half of it is going forward obviously and we could be creating a bit more there I think we're, we're in agreement in terms of at the back though you know when you look at Kilmarnock you think that one of the key threats is Chris Burke and really 
he was completely out of the game for the 70 or so minutes he was on the pitch. And really, I think that speaks greatly to the work that Johnny Hayes did as a, a defensive wing-back. And again, maybe you want to see him get a bit more involved going forward. Matty Kennedy on the other side. In the back three, that's three starts now for Tommy Hoban, three clean sheets in the league. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Johnny Hayes there. Um, I thought he was, I thought, I thought he was, he was excellent, particularly defensively today. My man uh, of the match just, today. Uh, Chris yeah. Burke, who, yeah, Chris Burke, who um, was who has been getting raves from a lot of people in the media this season, um, and he didn't, he didn't get a sniff today. Um, he was nowhere, he was nowhere near the game. Um, the defensive three as well was just so good. Tommy Hoban is is proven to be the player that we knew he could be. You know, yet another clean sheet. Um, you know, we looked we looked excellent in defence today. You know, that, that, there was a, that Kilmarnock had a couple of chances here and there, but um, I don't think you could say there was any point where Lewis had to make a world class save or he was under real pressure. Uh, I think we, we we completely coped with it. And I wouldn't say we defensively coasted it. I think it'd be a bit harsh, but um, the, at no point did I think we were in any real danger defensively. Um, another excellent performance. I'm delighted to see Tommy Hoban with another brilliant performance like that. No, I don't expect to coast any of these games, Martin. You know, I, I believe we've got a team and no. a squad good enough to, to win the majority of the games in the league this year. But if you don't bring your performance, if you don't turn up, we're nowhere near good enough to be able to coast through a game whatsoever. So um, yes. so it's a solid win. Took a, took a really good goal to get the win. And you've got, to, you've got to take the positives in terms of... And I think one of those positives is definitely the, the defensive display. Uh, and just the work rate and the ability of guys like Johnny Hayes and Matty Kennedy, who even maybe when they aren't doing what you expect to see of them in the opposition's final third, are, are doing more than enough to snuff out Kilmarnock's threats in the other half. So so a really solid three points. And it's that run again. It's four league wins in a row. I know that doesn't sound like much. It doesn't. It's not, and it isn't that much at all. But it's exactly the sort of uh, run that Derek McInnes' time here at Aberdeen has been built on, winning these games against the ga- against teams you expect us to win and just solidly picking up those points and building up the points tally. And it's something that's actually been absent the last two, maybe three seasons because we've thrown away the silly draws here or a silly defeat there. And it seems a low bar. It is quite a low bar, you know, four wins in a row. It's the 13th time that uh, it's happened under Derek McInnes, four league wins in a row. Uh, it only happened ten times uh, between, uh, sorry, eleven times between uh, Alex Ferguson leaving and Derek McInnes pitching up. So it is a low bar, but it's also not something we've been very good at doing um, at all, really, since uh, since that golden era of the eighties. So um, it's it it speaks of us getting back to, you know, not. In an ideal world, we would want to be. Obviously, in an ideal world, we would have won the opening game as well. But it speaks of us getting back to the Aberdeen that we've come to know over the past few seasons. So, again, another encouraging sign without being carried away uh, with the opening. So, anyway, solid three points. Martin, thank you very much. We will be back with the regular show uh, on Monday, probably, of this week. We'll look ahead to the big game against Viking on Thursday. Thanks for listening. Come on, you Reds.